Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Corey Shred Show. Glad you could join us again on this Saturday. First thing in the morning recording again. Hope y'all doing y'all. Y'all. I'm from Connecticut, not from the South. Hope you're all doing well. Sitting here. A few stories together. I don't know if we really got much to talk about this week. Um, how you folks doing? Doing good. Weather's great. It's going to be cool and warm. Not cool and warm. Nice and warm. Not hot. Not cool. Windows are open the best time of the year to save on that electric bill. You don't have the heat going. You don't have the air going. Between all that weird weather we've had here in the great northeast. Between it's freezing today. Let's turn the heat on to turn the air on the next day. It's hot as hell. We are in a normalcy period right now. And I am enjoying it. Well, to cut the grass again today. Well, because it's summer and you have to do it. Speaking of which, we were um, p- uh, putting the pool up, putting the pool, getting the pool ready last weekend, which was a fucking nightmare. Having a cover that is literally four feet bigger than the pool. We didn't purchase it. We told the person to, to, that was it's too fucking big. But we had to take it off. And you know how much water the top of one of those things that's four feet too big collects on the top? <sighs> Fucking nightmare. Literally, I still have a, it's not a sore now, but like underneath one of my, on my chest plate, there's a, not a bruise, but it just hurts. And it's not as bad now because I've leaned over the pool for so long. I'm trying to pull this thing out. Five gallon buckets of water, just time empty the top of it. <clears throat> we got to the point where we just cut a hole in it and just get some of it out. It's cleaner, but my friend, the strainer section because we closed it ourselves last year. We never did it before. It's cracked like a motherfucker. Uh, went to um, Lowe's. And, we, and I couldn't think of the name of the stuff. And I, now, you know, I can't think of it again. But you see the shit on T Flexi Seal? Flex Seal? You know, the stuff where the guy sits in a boat and he slaps the shit down? They make tons of different stuff. They make like this, this caulk, which you can put in while it's wet. So I caulked the crap out of it. And apparently it wasn't enough. And it was still leaking pretty well pretty good so the wife went out there she clocked it more and, and we're gonna go try it again today and i hope it works uh the stuff looks like caulk comes out when it dries it's like cement i don't know if how well it works but we'll find out hopefully if it's a couple drips i don't care but we gotta get this fucking pool ready hopefully the kids will use it more this year than last year but i will be out there again today cutting the grass and it's gonna be a little cool so earbuds in of course as always Hopping on the podcasts and rocking and rolling. <clears throat> um, got a few things I want to talk about this week. Nothing really major, just a little more conversation one on one. Sayproductions.com slash Corey, C O R E Y, subscribe, talk, chat, communicate with me. So, one of the co workers at work has a couple dogs, a couple male dogs, kind of rowdy, uh, four years old, I think they are, give or take. And they were roughhousing it, and one of the dogs punctured the cheek of the other dog. So, as a loving, caring pet owner, flushed it out, tried to clean it out, but they put a little bit of this liquid Band-Aid in there, and I guess it got built up or whatever, so one day, side of the mouth's all swollen. So, freaking out, calls the vet. That doesn't open till eight o'clock. Calls that leaves a voicemail. Hey, my dog's mouth is swollen. Here's what happened. We cleaned it out. Um, like to get in as soon as possible. 
Bed opens at 8 o'clock. By 8.05, she's got a phone call. And the vet's like, I can get your dog in here at 2 o'clock. Fucking amazing. When you call your fucking doctor, you're lucky you can get an appointment in two weeks. It's, I know Erica's doctor is pretty pathetic with that. It's like, well, if it's an emergency, go to the ER. If it's a fucking emergency, I wouldn't have called you in the first place. I mean, there are doctors out there that'll get you in as soon as possible, but there are a lot out there that just say, hey, you know what? Too bad, so sad. We've already double, triple, quadruple booked. You know, we're not going to, we're not going to put you in there anymore than we already have. So fuck you. But uh, yeah, so the dog's doing well. Stayed overnight. Um, I don't know. I think they gave some uh, antibiotics and stuff like that. And it's pretty much nothing to worry about. But still, it's ridiculous. And of course, speaking of doctors and stuff, ERs, I'm tired of the ER visits. Um, whenever people go to the ER, and it always seems like whenever we go, most of the time it's they cannot find anything. Go home, and if it come, re- re- happens again, come back. I'm tired of I'm tired of that. You wonder why people, besides the money, people don't go to to ERs. As I said before, I think urgent care is going to be the new doctor's office, you know, just like Amazon is the new Walmart. Uh, so, yeah, just irritates the shit out of me. Hey, did you see the story of the KFC, which I think is kind of funny? Uh, somewhere in the world, Indonesia, I'm sadly not here, KFC is going to start to sell chicken skin. Yes, fried chicken skin. That's the only thing. The, I don't know what the price is, but it, it kind of looks like chicken strips, but it's not. And you know and I know how much we all love the chicken skin. I'm I'm one of those, if I could have just had the skin, I'd eat the skin. That's the best part of a fried chicken or a baked chicken is that skin, the crispy, crunchy, fatty flavor skin. And KFC, KFC skin, of course, is the is the best of those types of skins. I think the funny thing about this story is the fact that we remember when I was a kid, and if you're old enough, join join me in this journey back in time now. When KFC used to be called Kentucky Fried Chicken. And they changed the name to KFC because they wanted to sound healthier. Fried is not a great word. Fried, fried. That means unhealthy. Well, no shit. It's still the same fucking chicken. It's just a different name. But I love the fact that they changed their name to KFC to avoid the connotation of fry being a bad thing, which it is a bad thing. And then fast forward to, we're going to sell you pieces of fat off of a chicken deep fried in grease. I want that shit. I have a feeling, I'm looking at these bags. I, I don't know how many pieces you get or how full they're going to be, but I'm in love. I think they need to stop selling chicken and start selling the skins because that is just something to fucking die for. Speaking of dying, segue here. I think that's pretty cool. You guys remember last week about me talking about green boots? Um, I don't, I'm not freaked out about it as much anymore. And time, time passes. But uh, speaking of Mount Everest, and uh, apparently they have cleaning crews that go up there. The, yes, the cleaning crews go up there to collect food wrappers, oxygen tanks, garbage discarded by the people that go up there every year to re- try to reach the summit. First of all, that's disgusting that, that it's that dirty. 
While cleaning up these 24,000 pounds of garbage they removed over a 45-day cleaning period, they found four corpses. They have no clue who these people are yet. There's no, you know, there's nothing. Surprised no one said, "Hey, this person's missing." Maybe these are people that have been missing. And they believe are up there. But here's the funny thing. I mean, we know, and there's pictures out there. And I don't know if you've seen any of them, but there are pictures of people actually waiting in the line to reach the summit. It's like a fucking Disney ride. Mount Everest. When I was a kid, thinking of Mount Everest was the uh, Sir Edmund Hillary. Going up there with your uh, Sherpa, Sherpa, going up with, <laughs> I was like, I need to get it right. Going up there with your Sherpa, taking you up to the top. There's nobody else going with you. It's a dangerous journey. You know, it's, it's amazing. It's awe-inspiring. You're on the top of the fucking world. But now so many people go, there's over 300 deaths. I looked up the Wikipedia, 308, I believe, as of today. The last person died in May of people who've died going up there. And the fact that they have a crew that goes up every fucking year or every so often for, for a month and a half, 24,000 pounds of garbage. Does that tell you how many fucking people go up there? It's like, this isn't goddamn Disney World. I think people go, well, uh, you know, lots of people have done it now. It's like, whoop de do. I want to do it. It would be cool, but the fact that everyone's doing it doesn't make it any, any more special. You're in line. Okay. I can see the peak. I was like, what the fuck? Seriously. Mount Everest isn't as awe-inspiring as I, I always thought it was as a kid. Um, and there is a picture of uh, Sir Edmund Hillary literally on top of the world. It's a, like a selfie or, or whatever. But how cool that is to me is cool. But the fact that nowadays we know that there are lines of people trying to reach the summit and that there's that much garbage. They have cleaning crews. Jesus Christ, why don't you have a gift shop near the top, too? I got to the summit of Mount Everest, and all I got was this lousy t-shirt. <laughs> but it's uh, on the other side, it's, it's sad that there's four bodies that they found. Four bodies in the garbage. Nobody notices this shit. So now we have to find out, figure out who they are. They're, in the, they're taken down to the local Kathmandu hospital to try to be identified. I don't know if we know that there are people that have died up there or we're missing that we're going up there that we know. And these are the buys that we can confirm. Yes, this person had died up here or what? Um, at least they can get the bodies and they can bring them back to their families. There's a body, there are bodies out there. You can't even reach. It's very dangerous. So where they, they died, you know where they are, but you can't, it's not easy to get to them. But I saw that and I was just like, Oh, wow. Really, really sad. I've seen this shit before, and I, I saw this one. I saw the story on this one. Uh, Tyler Perry, of course, who makes those pieces of crap movies, in my opinion. He must make enough money. He, he has his own um, production studio that makes these films. He must make more money than he actually puts into the film, so he keeps making them. <clears throat> well, apparently, and this isn't the first time, there's a woman out there. Her name is Rachel Bailey. She's a New York actress. So in Georgia, where Tyler Perry films, she had bought two billboards and spent two months worth of her rent for this 32-year-old to have her face put on these billboards across Atlanta with, a, with the, the sign that says, Attention, Mr. Perry, Ra 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 Raquel Bailey is your next 
leading lady. She's a wife and a stay-at-home mom of two and has an 11-year-old and a teenager, and she put up over $2,000 of her housing funds trying to get his attention and scoring an acting job. So two days after the first billboard went up on May 6th, a cast agent from Tyler Perry Studio called or responded to her with an audition opportunity for a TV show pilot. And Tyler Perry posted a picture of the the billboard on Facebook on Wednesday, last Wednesday, this Wednesday, with this message. This is not the way to get my attention. If you're looking for a role in one of my shows, please don't do this. Save your money. This is the third time that someone has done this. Please stop. The audition is free. I'm sure you can use that money for a better purpose. Of course, he said he appreciated the effort, but it's not a way to do things. You know, <clears throat> you know, it's just like the internet. I mean, you know, certain things you're going to get attention for, but you know, and he's right. Why spend two grand to, for a chance to be in something Tyler Perry's doing down the road? And it's just like, if you really want the job, you got to do it the right way. You got to work hard. Not like, oh, I'm going to do this. I go viral. I'm on the internet. It's like, stop this shit. These people think, what can I do to get eyeballs on me? I want to be rich and famous. I want to do it the best way possible. I just want to sit back and get money coming to me. Well, here's how you make money. You have very rich parents and they die. Which even... There are a lot of smart parents out there in the world. They don't give their kids everything. They make them earn it. They give them some stuff. They help them out a little, little launching money a little bit. I mean, even Donald Trump got, I think, a million dollars to start off his thing, which granted, his father was very rich, so that's not a lot of money per se, but still, there are people out there that are extremely rich that, that want their kids to learn that there is a struggle you need to earn on your own too. I will help you, but I will not support you. You know, when you're old enough, well, this woman, and I, I don't see anything about her husband going, hey, honey, that's a great idea. I'd be like, well, fuck you. You want the job so fucking bad. You fly your ass down there and you try for it. And I'm glad that he said this because there are other people out there going to go, hey, this worked for her. I'm going to try it too. It's only $2,000. $2,000 can make me hundreds of thousands. This is, the payout is great. It's a, it's a, this is a guaranteed hit. No, it's not. First of all, Putting your picture on a billboard does not guarantee you're going to get a job. You could be the most uh, photogenic actor in the world or photogenic person in the world. St stunning good looks, a great voice, you know, whatever. But your acting could suck shit. Or you might not be perfect for any role that this person has ever. It doesn't matter. The funny thing. Too, and I love this is more like a zing bang boom. As a, uh, Tyler Perry said, he had already seen her in a popular HBO show called The Night of and was already aware of who she was. Doesn't mean he wanted her in the show. Just means I know who you are. I know. <laughs> yeah, go online. Look at this shit up. It's just like. I see shit like this. I'm like, I don't know. It's not going to. First of all. How many people look at billboards? And especially old school billboards, the ones that are just plastered on on the big sign, not the the nice neon light up at the dark ones that change all the time. Those grab my attention a little bit. Even those don't really don't grab me. And if I see them, I don't see them per se. It's just a sign. All right, keep going. 
but you got a two thousand dollars and I, you know what i'd be like that yeah, I, I wouldn't want you why because you're doing you're taking risks that are unnecessary there are people out there that are acting there are people you know excuse me when you think of actors a lot of people think of actors are like these people that make good money maybe not necessarily like tom hanks money but make good money and are doing doing well you know oh yeah they're not working they're making some good cash you know they got a good lot of money put away there are a lot of actors out there that act for a living they're not making huge bucks they're they're doing little background scenes there are actors i've i've heard of um actors that do like are playing little parts here and there. They might get like a, a bigger role in a show. They may have a couple lines or something. They love it. <clears throat> They're making a living off of it. They're not successful in terms of money, but they enjoy what they do. And there are actors that work for 30, 40, 50, 60 years like that that you might not even know. I'm going to admit it. I might not even know. That are making a living on it. And their filmography could have like 400 films on it. And you're just like, hey, Wow. Because that's one thing too, and I was listening to um, the Mike Rowe podcast. That's the way I heard it, or something like that. And I was listening to one of the episodes about a guy who was an actor, and one of the things was people say to him, and you know, if someone said I was an actor, the first thing you would say is, "And well, did, were you in something I've seen?" And some people might be like, "I've seen you. I've seen that in the film, and I don't know who you are." Well, I was in a background scene. In a restaurant, they had me in a couple shots here and there. About four days' work, made about seven hundred bucks. Decent money, not great money, but you know, this shit's not going to work. People out there that bust their ass and they're gonna be like, "Yeah, I wouldn't want you an act as an actress or an actor." I just think it's just pathetic. Did you guys? Uh, this scares the fuck out of me. I'm, I'm not a traveler, like. I make it to the end of the driveway and back, and I could drive to work. That's my traveling. So the Eiffel Tower, of course, one of the most iconic landmarks in the world. Love to see it. Has a temporary attraction over there, which kind of scares the hell out of me. It's an it's attraction by uh, Perrier, you know, the French water company, which we used to think was the shit back in the 80s. Well, Perrier is like, that sucks. It's, it's shitty seltzer water. You can buy that anywhere now for a buck in its store brand. Well, apparently, they have set up a zip line. Let me say this. At the Eiffel Tower, a zip line has been set up to take riders on a ride from the structure with speeds getting up to 90 kilometers per hour, which I'm looking up right now is about 60 miles an hour. They're going to be going about 60 miles an hour. It's going to last about 60 seconds. Scares the hell out of me. So it started off on May 29th and on June 2nd. So it's a very short thing. It's gone already. And I cannot imagine my ass going on something like that. I would be scared shitless. Don't know how much it costs and I'm glad it's over with. But it's got to be a hell of a sight. High in the sky in the Eiffel Tower, looking around France. I think it would be just amazing to to go and um, to do something like that. But I'm scared shitless of speeds and would not want to try it again. I think I told you last week I finally took a day off from work. And God, so fucking. 
and relieving to be able to do that. Well, apparently, according to the World Health Organization, work burnout is officially recognized as a medical syndrome. According to the International Classification of Diseases, the ICD-11, it's a syndrome found problems associated with employment or unemployment. So actually, (laughs) work burnout and non-work burnout. Uh, new classifications far from just feeling tired of work. According to the definition, burnout is a syndrome conceptualized as resulting from chronic workplace stress that has not been successfully managed. Doctors can issue a diagnosis of a patient from being burnt out if they found to have had the following symptoms. Feelings of energy, depletion of, or exhaustion, increased mental distance from one's job, or feelings of negativism and cynicism related to one's job, reduced profic- professional efficiency. In other words, you're working too fucking hard. You need to take a break too. If Gallup poll found out nearly one in four employees feel burnt out all the time, with another 44% saying they feel burnt out sometimes. We all feel it. Sometimes they rely on you too much to do too much work, and you just got to take a break. And sometimes a vacation of three days off helps a little bit. Sometimes you just need to shut down and take time away from work. And another thing is you need to stop bringing the thought of work home with you. You know how some people do that? They're just like work, 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 even when they're home. It's like, I'm one of these people. I walk out the door and I I hit that switch in my head and I'm done. I'm like, okay. I'm like, I'm one of these, like kind of like a Michael Bay experience. I'm like, if the building exploded behind me, I'd still be walking and not turning around. When I walk out the door, I don't look back. I don't want to know. It's over. My next goal is going home. I'll worry about work tomorrow when I'm at work. Not even not when I get up, not when I'm driving in, <clears throat> not until my ass sits down and turns the computer on. Because I don't want to, you don't want to get yourself worked up over this shit. Really, you don't. I think that's about it. It's a 23 minute episode, but I got something out for you guys again this week, and I'm glad I got to. I hope we get to do a talk duo episode this week. It's, uh, been way too long and I think it's going to be a long show or we might have to do multiple episodes, but that is it, my friends. Thanks for being here this week. Let me give you the details again. It's a uh, sayproductions.com slash Corey, C-O-R-E-Y. You can email me, Corey, at sayproductions.com. Check us out on YouTube, sayproductions.com slash YouTube for all the shows we do, not just this one. And I think I'm going to wrap it up right now. Wife's done. She's taking a break from her job, which we will talk about eventually on Talk Duo. And I just want to say, thanks for listening. Until next time, peace out.